Welcome to Set for Life with Pastor Ray Jensen. You can find us at setforliferadio.com. Romans 10.9 says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. So let's listen from God's Word, verse by verse, on how we can prepare for the coming of the Lord and Messiah Jesus, who died on the cross, so that you can be set for life. You'll be set for life if you give your heart and believe what He's done for you. You'll be set for life with the treasure stored up in heaven when you're through. You'll be set for And because this one jug of oil burned for eight days, then an eight-day festival was established to commemorate the rededication of the temple, which is called the Feast of Dedication. We dedicated the temple, eight-day burn, Feast of Dedication to commemorate those eight days that it stayed lit. Now, I showed you a menorah, and it has seven branches. Remember, Christ gets us to seven because we are six, we are incomplete. This here is what you call a Hanukkah. It's different from a Nora. It's got uh, nine. Four here, four here, eight, with a, a taller center one in the middle. And so this is your, your eight-day celebration, four and eight. Hanukkah, different kind of lampstand. Uh, the Feast of Dedication is also known as the Festival of Lights. How convenient is that? that it, so they're the same thing. So whether you think of it as the Festival of Lights or the Feast of Dedication, it is also known today as Hanukkah because the word Hanukkah means dedication. Now this is important for even us Gentiles because being dedicated to Christ, you got to think of the word Hanukkah, dedication, because I'm dedicated to the Lord. It's a time of dedication and it happens this evening and it runs for eight days because of that jug of oil. So I'm going to be lighting my first candle to put on the Hanukkah tonight. And if you're thinking, well, that sounds fun, sounds great, but I'm not Jewish. Why should Hanukkah be important to me? Because I had that same question as a Gentile myself. Why, why does it matter? Yes, dedication to the Lord, I get it. But why should I take this so serious? I have a solid answer to that question. Because Hanukkah is something that Jesus took serious. Jesus himself attended, and I will show you. And John 10, verse 22, we're getting all biblical now. Oh, yeah. It says, now it was the feast of dedication in Jerusalem, and it was winter, and Jesus walked in the temple in, Sol- in Solomon's porch. Okay, here's the, bi- the biblical reason why I celebrate Hanukkah, the Feast of Dedication, because Jesus himself did it. Guys, if Jesus did anything, I, and I can do it too, then I want to do it. If Jesus went there, I want to go there, because he's my Lord and I follow him. So, up front first in this message, I gave you the historical background with the Maccabees, but now I'm showing you the biblical alignment to validate it. Because I know some of you were waiting, when are we going to get biblical here? That's when I really listen. <laughs> so here's the biblical validation. So now here in, in, in John chapter 10, it was the Feast of Dedication, just like we're going to have tonight. It also says it was winter. How many of you shivered a little bit on the way to church today? Are we not in winter? Yes, we are. And we're going to have more winter next week. I think it gets even colder. See with the season we're in, every, everything's lining up, okay? 
But it's the fact that Jesus himself attended the Feast of Dedication that makes me want to participate participate in it too. Jesus did. I want to do it. So, Christian, I, I want you to understand that your Jewish Messiah, Jesus, your Messiah, Jesus, attended the Feast of Dedication. He went there. However long it took him to get there, he went there and did it. I know that some of you participate in Hanukkah here in this church, and I'm glad to see it. We do it. But if you haven't, consider the fact that Jesus did. And where does it say in John 10, where does it say that Jesus walked during this feast? Where was he walking? He walked in the temple. In the temple. Why is that important, that he wanted to spend time in the temple? When I read that, I see that Jesus says, yes, I'm going to participate in Hanukkah, the Feast of Lights, uh, uh, dedication, but I want to go hang out in the temple. That's where I want to be. Why does that matter? Because of 1 Corinthians 3.16. Do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? So think of it, Jesus wants to go to a, a, a feast that's about dedication. That's the, what the whole theme is, dedication. And he wants to spend his time where? In the temple. Because he has done what? He has dedicated himself to you. Now what do you think is only right for us to do back for him? To dedicate ourselves back to him. Like I said, this is a time of dedication right now. So by walking in the temple, he showed us that the dedication of man and God meets together in this temple this is fellowship with god guys and this is why i want to celebrate the feast of dedication because it directly relates to how we are saved in our relationship with god man for you for those of you that this is your first time hearing this i hope this is exciting because this is good stuff this is very good now the day that you choose or have chosen to dedicate yourself to jesus jesus comes in and he indwells you he comes into the temple just like he did in john in the book of john here for the feast of dedication i really hope that you're getting the sense of how important hanukkah is like i said growing up i didn't know the first thing about it every now and then once in a blue moon i would hear a jewish person say something about hanukkah and i'm like oh that's your thing I didn't realize it's my thing, that it can be my thing too. It's very important to think that an entire biblical holiday has been established for us to celebrate that God wants relationship with you. God says, I want relationship with you. I want to hang out with you, and I'm going to give you a whole eight days to celebrate that fact. Guys, it's very exciting that God wants to be with us. This is a festival, a time I want to be in. So Jesus dedicated himself to dying on the cross for us. We should dedicate ourselves to him as well. And so if you would like to be dedicated to the Lord, anybody who, who's hearing me today, you're thinking about, I want to be dedicated to the Lord. What you need to be dedicated to the Lord is you need new oil to be dedicated. We saw in our study last week when the when a new king was set for service, dedicated his king, they anointed him. They had the army around to protect King Joash when they anointed him with oil. With the the oil brought empowerment. And so you need new oil. Now the Bible refers to the Holy Spirit as being an anointing oil. 
The Holy Spirit is known of as, as oil. Now, there's a lot of people today calling themselves Christians. Maybe some are, maybe some aren't. I don't know. But a lot of people, they have allowed their fire to dim. And they need to get relit. And so remember how the Israelites, they had lost their identity with God because they started following Hellenism. They took some new religious direction and their fire just went out. Today, Christianity has lost its identity with God as well. Most modern day Christians, or most of what presents itself today as Christianity, it bears no resemblance at all to what God's word says a believer should look like. Did you know that? These things out there calling itself Christian, buy this new album. Here's, here's this new big time uh, speaker who goes on for 30, 40 minutes and only doesn't even touch the Bible hardly at all. He walks around carrying one, just pep talking. Be careful, anything that calls itself Christian, if you don't know what's in God's word, I suggest you read that first before you follow anything. No resemblance at all to what God's word says it should look like. Why has this happened in our culture? Because the temple has become defiled by false gods. That's what happened. It's defiled. There's a lot of Christianity out there. I look at it, I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. What's needed is a rededication. Needs to have the flames relit again. God has the anointing oil of the Holy Spirit for us, and we've got that oil, but what is the flame that lights it? If we're considering ourselves in terms of a lamp, you got the oil, but we got to strike. They didn't have Zippo lighters back then. Something's got to light the thing. What lights this oil that we have? It's in John 12, 46. Jesus said, I have come as what? A light. You can call it a flame if you want to. I have come as a light into the world that whoever believes in me should not abide in darkness. So there's how you light the oil. He offers you oil. He offers you light. You're the lampstand. Some of us need to get relit because our flame went out and we lost our identity. We lost our shine. We lost what we're supposed to look like. And false gods have taken over the temple. So let me ask you a question before we move along. Is it good for Christians to celebrate Hanukkah? Well, after reading all this, don't you think? Yeah. But what I want to ask you is not just should we pick up Hanukkah, but a question I want to ask you it's why has Hanukkah been forgotten? Hadn't been forgotten by the Jews. Why has Hanukkah been forgotten by us Christian Gentiles? What happened to us that we dropped the ball somewhere? Um, especially when you consider that Jesus attended it. We go around saying Jesus is Lord. He's my King. He's my, my Messiah. I have pushed all my chips in on Him. I've bet my entire, entire eternal destiny on Jesus, and he attended the festival, and I don't even know what it is? I started asking myself that question. Why did we drop the ball? What happened? Our culture has replaced it with something else. Satan's little trick. He wants to distract God's people from following God's word, God's way, doing the things that Jesus did, knowing who Jesus is, knowing God's character. So what does Satan do? I'm going to give them something else to play with, and I'm going to put it at the same time. I want to suggest to you that if it was wrong for Antiochus to replace God 
with Greek gods of Hellenism in the temple, then how is it not wrong for our culture to replace God's biblical holidays with something else? You see what I'm building here? Let me ask you a question, and please hear me objectively when I ask this, in light of what we just studied. I think I've built you to a point, you hadn't run out of here screaming yet, I think I have earned the right to ask this question. How in the world have we Christians, the one who claimed to stand for truth, how did we arrive to telling our own children about a guy named Santa Claus who lives at the North Pole, who lives with elves, who travels around the world in a sleigh pulled by flying reindeer? How did we arrive to this? When we stand for truth, how did we get here? I just want to ask that as a blunt question. How did we get here? Now, I know some of you are like, well, it's cute and it's fun. Well, is Jesus not fun? Is Hanukkah not fun? I mean, why did we allow it to replace? Somehow we have taken all this mythology. Reindeer don't fly, guys. I've seen them. They were always on the ground every time I saw them. This is mythology. How have we taken this mythology and claim that it's somehow about God? Mythology. Stuff that isn't real, and we know it's not real. Those parents dropping those kids off, they know that's not Santa Claus. That's not Santa Claus, and they know it, but they told him, go say hi to Santa Claus. They're lying to their kids. How did we get to this? If the church of God is telling this to its own children, then it means false gods have defiled the temple. Don't beat yourself up. I know some people might be. It's all right. You're getting learned today, so we'll move on. Man, Ray, you're hurting me. It's not my intention. We're going to learn and make better, okay? I got more to talk about. But if the church of God is lying this to their children, it means the temple has been defiled. Why has Hanukkah been forgotten by us Gentiles when it is plainly written in the Bible that we claim to obey? That we, say, that we say we stand for. And it's written right there. And we're not doing it. Let me take this a little further. I want to show you a different time in history. I don't feel like we're just beating up on ourselves here. I'm going to take you a different snapshot in history to another time when people made up a mystical false belief also. And then they tried to say it was all about the Lord. But check out what happened at another point in time when they did this. Exodus 32 verse 4. Look at what happened says, and he received the gold from their hand, and he fashioned it with an engraving tool and made a molded calf. Then they said, this is your God, O Israel, that brought you out of the land of Egypt. So when Aaron saw it, he built an altar before it, and Aaron made a proclamation and said, tomorrow is a feast to the Lord. What? Golden calf. Yeah, but it's for God. Santa Claus. Yeah, but it's for God. Let me take you back to that golden calf again. Now, we can look at them and say, oh, you bad Israelites, why did you do that? That made God so mad. Shouldn't have done it. But they made this mystical thing with supposed powers that got them out of Egypt. It's that calf did it. And we're going to celebrate, but remember, it's for the Lord. I, I'm not jiving with this, guys. And you, you all know how mad it made God. Is it just me or is this totally messed up? to invent a magical being, attribute power to it, 
give it all the attention, but then somehow find a way to say it's all about the Lord. If we can point at the Israelites and ask them, how could you do this? Then how is it any better for us to make up a different magical being, knowingly lie to our children about it, tell them to believe in him, singing, I believe in Santa Claus, while claiming that somehow it's all about the Lord? How did we get here? Ray, I don't like this message. I told you, I tell you every Sunday, we exist according to the word of the Lord. Tradition does not sneak in here. I won't let it. Friends, have the false gods messed us up that bad? Have the false gods defiled us that bad? I say it's time to rededicate the temple. I think it's time to relight. So let me pose a question to you. Why did the Israelites make a golden calf? I mean, why a calf? Where did that come from? They picked that up off the Egyptians. That was in their little belief system. That's where they got it from. They had been trapped under Egyptian pagan culture for, and enslaved for 400 years. And that's where they got that calf from. Now, you know good and well that we did not get Santa Claus from God's word. He's not in there. I dare, I'll give you $1,000 if you can show me where Santa Claus is in the Bible right now. Where did he come from? He didn't come from God's word. Where did we get him? We got him from our culture that is trying to enslave us. Just the same. Friends, Jesus died to set you free from enslavement. We shouldn't be acting like it. We're enslaved. We shouldn't still be talking like it. God got them out of Egypt and they still wanted to act like they were still a slave. Jesus saved you. Be free. Stop acting like you're still slaves all the time. So, again, I know this message bothers some people. They're really trying to process it. What do I do with it? Because I want to bless you, and I love you. <laughs> but i got to be real with you. As a teacher of God's Word, I am required to get real. Friends, Jesus attempted the Feast of Lights in the temple. That has been rededicated back to God. And we got to follow Him the same way. Oh, but Ray, Christmas is just a fun tradition. But it's just a tradition. It's just fun. It's for the kids. It's it's tradition. Oh, I was ready for that one too. Jesus said in Mark 7, 13, he said, you make the word of God of no effect through your tradition, which you have handed down. And many such things you do. Ow. Tradition gets in the way. It nullifies God's word to you. Tradition will nullify the word of God to you in your life. And I don't want that to happen to me because it will corrupt my life. So I want to say something here. And please hear me. If you don't hear much else, at least hear this. This is important because this is going to help a lot of people, I think. (laughs) If somebody invites you to a Christmas get-together or a Christmas party, some kind of Christmas gathering, Please go and join them. Go. Don't stick your nose in the air and go, no, I don't do Christmas anymore. My pastor said, I'm not saying that. If they ask you, hey, we're having a Christmas party, go, yeah, and go and have fun. Make memories. Be with them. Do it. Don't miss out on having a good time with your friends and family. I'm not trying to take anything away from you. If somebody asks you to do that, what I am trying to do is I'm trying to give you what's been missing in your life all this time. Hanukkah, 
the Feast of Dedication, Festival of Lights. I'm trying to give that to you. I'm not trying to take so much away as so much I'm trying to give to you, but I do need you to weigh this out against God's word. Where did we pick up all this other stuff from? But when friends want to get together and spend time with you, go and have a good time. Don't be that arrogant, no. Get all religious on them, get all crazy. Now you're going to start making people mad. I got Christmas get-togethers I'm going to on Christmas Eve. I'm going. You go too. All right? That's okay. Go. But I'm trying to give you what you've been missing. Now, in Deuteronomy, the Lord told the Israelites that when they entered the promised land, they were to tear down all the false gods, destroy their altars, and break down their sacred pillars. Now, whenever we read that, we're like, yeah, get them. Go out there. Oh, I wish I was there. There's a false idol. Tear it down. Okay. Would you have really liked to have been there? Oh, yeah. You are there. You're there now. There's a lot of false idols out there. You got to tear down. But Ray, I thought you said I should go to the Christmas party. You should. Tell them about your Messiah. Remind them who Jesus is. You don't need to go to whoever the guy is playing Santa Claus and grab him by his beard and kick him. I'm not saying do that. But you need to tell people who Jesus is. Right? I'm just exaggerating what some people are thinking. Ray told me I'm not supposed to. No, I'm not. I'm asking you to weigh this out with the Lord God. So why did God tell them, though, to destroy the false god altars and break down their sacred pillars? Why did he tell them to do that? Because of Deuteronomy 12.4, he says, you shall not worship the Lord your God with such things. You want to go to the Christmas party? Have fun. But don't worship the Lord your God with that stuff. So, Ray, what are you saying? If you're saying it's okay to go to the Christmas party, what are you saying not to do? What I'm saying not to do is don't worship your God with this stuff. That's what I'm saying. Go to the party, but don't worship him with this stuff. That's what's become. Kids are more fixated on Santa Claus than they are on Jesus. Those kids were excited to run to see Santa Claus in my front yard the other day. Was anybody talking about Jesus? No. Do not worship your God with such things. Leave them alone. I don't have a Christmas tree at my house. Just personal preference. I certainly don't have no Santa Claus something. Uh, My kids, I never taught this Christmas stuff because I don't want them to get confused into worshiping the Lord God with such things. Friends, if it's wrong to make a golden calf while claiming it's for the celebration of the Lord, then it's wrong to make anything that God has not prescribed in his word while claiming it's to celebrate him. If it's wrong for a calf, it's wrong for anything else. Just worship the Lord God, guys. Just worship Jesus straight out. That's what this is about. I'm not against anyone spending December season to remember Jesus, and that's what a lot of people do. Well, December's the time we think of Jesus. That's fine. That's wonderful. I love it. But have we allowed false gods into the temple to distract us from the feast of dedication, celebration, that Jesus attended? Who knows that this even happened anymore? Not many people know. Something else got in the way to distract us. John 4, 24 says, God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and what? Spirit and what? I think I'm hearing y'all. Let's go for a third one. I hear you. Spirit and what? Truth.
you for listening to Set for Life. We hope you can join us next time, unless Jesus returns for us first. Set for Life is the radio ministry of Pastor Ray Jensen. We invite you to subscribe to our podcast at setforliferadio.com. Hi, this is Ray Jensen. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to encourage you in God's Word. If the Bible doesn't excite you, then you're not reading it. I want you to remember that you are not worthless. You are priceless. Messiah Jesus died on the cross to redeem you so that you can be set for life. You'll be set for life.